Morning, good morning. Second day, the parasha of Pinchas, 14th day of the month of Tammuz. Looks like a day, it's all numbers. Right? Can Rabbi Hecht pull one out of his hat today? So there's an interesting thought. Um, there's a census taken in today's parasha, right? Rashi in yesterday's Chomish says, where did this census come from? And he gives a few reasons. He says, first of all, there had been a plague that had been the result of Zimri. And so therefore, after such a plague, Rashi gives the uh, parable of a shepherd who wolves attacked his sheep. So now he goes to count after he gets rid of the wolves how many sheep he has left. That's one example Rashi gives. Another example Rashi gives is that Moshe is coming to the end of his tenure, his leadership. So it's like um, you're the investment banker. So somebody gave you money, you invested it for him for years, and you took care of his money, and you ran his accounts, and he has no idea what's going on, and now he's retiring. The investment banker is retiring. So he sits down and he gives you a full accounting. Here's the investment you gave me. It's what you handed over to me to take care of. Here's what I did with it. And here's the return. This is what's now your balance in your bank accounts. So Rashi says that's the reason why, that's another reason why this census is taking place because it's coming to the end of Moshe Rabbeinu's tenure. However, so that connection, we have to find that connection in today's Torah reading of the, of the census. We have a fascinating Rashi straight up front at the beginning of the census. Rashi says that when lists off all the various families within the tribes, so there's, there's, there's a, it's at the beginning of each name, it says like the, 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 the family of this and this. So it says, Mishpachas Ha, want to get the right names right? Give me a second here. So for instance, right at the beginning, it starts off with Ruvain. It says, he had, Chanoich was one son. So it says, Mishpachat HaChanochi. And Palu was another son, Mishpachat HaPalui, which grammatically fits. But Rashi is, that's a funny grammatical conjugation. It works, but it's a funny conjugation of the words. <coughs> so Rashi's trying to figure out what this is. And Rashi says as follows. In this census, we're making it very, very clear because the yichus, people's pedigree and lineage, goes according to their dad. If you're part of the tribe of Reuven, it goes by your dad, right? So it says, the nations of the world mocked us. This is the second time in this week's Torah portion we're hearing about scoffers and people making fun. The nations of the world mocked us and said, ha, you think your dad is really from the tribe of Reuven? The Egyptians were raping your women nonstop. There's nothing clean about the Jewish lineage. You don't have a clean lineage. 
And so therefore Hashem makes it Ha-Palui, Hey and Yud. He adds his own name to each and Rashi, to each and every one of the families in the 12 tribes to indicate, no, I, Hashem, bear testimony to the pureness of the pedigree of the Jewish people. That's Rashi. So now let's think about this for just one minute. That being the case, so then this census is really about establishing the cleanliness of the yichas, the pedigree of the, uh, of the lineage of the Jewish people. Hashem is bearing testimony that the Jews are Jews. Why was this necessary just now? Tzvi, where am I going with this? Why was it necessary? See, that's why I keep Tzvi around. For exactly that reason. Otherwise, I wouldn't tolerate him. But that's 100% correct. In other words, what happened here? Bilam gave advice to Balak. You're not going to get anywhere with these people. What you got to do is you got to get your women to whore themselves out <coughs> to their men, and that's going to be their downfall. And, in fact, Bilam turns out right. The Midianite women give themselves up to the Jewish men, and as a result... The Jewish men who fall in with the Midianite women wind up worshiping idols, etc., etc. And then there's the Magefa, the plague, and then Pinchas brings an end to it. The nations of the world watch this happen and they go, oh, the Jews are no different than the Goyim. That's where the scoffers come from. The Jews are no different than the Goyim. We thought you guys were different. We thought you're supposed to be the moral compass of the world. You're behaving no different than everybody else on the street. And so they mock them and they say, if in fact there's a certain amount of Jews who unfortunately fell into the trap of the Midianite women, maybe all of Judaism is like that. Along comes Hashem and says, we're going to take a census, we're going to stand up and be counted. And what I'm going to tell you is, no. You see, and this is what's so important to note. Is this who the Jew is, but from time to time we behave wrong? Or are we like everybody else, and from time to time we get it right? So the nations of the world, the scoffers, want to say it's the latter. That we're just like everybody else. Once in a while, we happen to get it right. We do the right thing. Hashem is bearing testimony by adding his name <coughs> to every single Jew at the end of the 40 years and says, no, at Mount Sinai, a covenant took place, for better or for worse, that establishes a relationship between us and Hashem so unique <coughs> that every single Jew has Hashem's name associated with him. And therefore, as a result of every single Jew having Hashem's name associated with him, no. Who we are is the moral compass for the world. You're right, we are. Who we are through Torah given to us at Mount Sinai is the light upon the nations that's supposed to inspire everybody around us. <clears throat> Once in a while we stumble and fall. Well, that's a reality. We're still human. 
The moment we change that frame of reference, then all of a sudden our aspirations as Jews becomes different. I'm not just supposed to get along to go along in the world. No, I'm supposed to be different. I'm supposed to bring light into the world. May Hashem help us that we bring the light to the world, which is the ultimate purpose of Golos for us, to be able to illuminate the world around us. <coughs> we see the transformation of all the darkness to light with the revelation of Mashiach. May it happen now. Amen. L'chaim.